This is the Off Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Burr. Welcome to the Off Kilter Podcast. This is episode 31. Okay, let's take a big breath. Okay, so in this episode today, which is called Stress and Your Cycle, I wanted to talk to you about stress and how stress impacts your hormones, which impacts your cycle. And in so many of my conversations this week with the women that I work with, uh, stress has come up. It's a big one. And I know we're all feeling it. Uh, That feeling that we're feeling in our tummies or our chest. Uh, Maybe we've noticed our breath is a bit off, that our mind is uh, in a bit of a frenzy. There is some fogginess, uh, some chaos up there. We feel unbalanced. It's hard for us to uh, show up powerfully in our relationships, for us to do work, to create. Uh, We don't feel present. We feel busy. So we all know the feeling, that feeling of being stressed, uh, the feeling that comes in our tummy and in our chest. And today I wanted to speak about what's actually going on. What is stress and what is it doing to our cycle? So the female body is designed around reproduction. And whether or not we want to reproduce or not, uh, the body and the brain doesn't doesn't care. Uh, It just knows that we're on a cycle. And if our red umbrella is strong, that we will have this cycle so we can reproduce. So let's actually backtrack uh, before we get into stress and the cycle. Let's actually look at what stress is and stress is uh, everywhere (laughs) all of the time in life uh, and it impacts our red umbrella and remember our red umbrella is the state of us, so our nervous system, how well our body is functioning and if one or more of our prongs in our red umbrella aren't working right, that it Uh, affects the shape of the red umbrella. So it affects our nervous system. And when we look at stress, stress is our perception of a situation. So if we perceive a situation to be a threat and we feel that we're not prepared for that, we don't have the resources, our nervous system's not ready, then it's going to be really stressful. Uh, But if we perceive the situation to not be a threat uh, because we feel that we have the resources to 
to manage uh, the situation and manage the threat, we won't experience the stress or we may not experience it to the extent uh, that we could if we didn't have a, a functioning strong umbrella. So stress is our perception of a situation and it doesn't matter if it's real or imagined. Uh, the brain doesn't know, it doesn't care. All it knows is that we're perceiving this situation as a threat uh, and we feel unsafe and we don't feel prepared for it. We don't have the resources to manage this situation, to manage this threat. Therefore, cortisol, adrenaline, epinephrine, norepinephrine get cycled back up into the brain and they signal that, okay, there's a serious shit and we go into a bit of a fight and flight mode. So this actually impacts a lot of our prongs in our umbrella and our prongs impact this stress. So it's a bi-directional relationship and we'll talk about this when we talk about stress in our cycle. So what I'm interested in talking about today and sharing with you is this, uh, how stress impacts the cycle prong in our umbrella. And I wanted to then support you in being able to support your cycle through some of the prongs in your red umbrella. So I'll give you some tips that you can use to uh, nurture and nourish your red umbrella. So say we perceived a situation to be stressful. We feel we don't have the resources. What we need to do is we need to look at our umbrella. So what prongs in my umbrella do I need to focus on so I can nourish it and give it love? When I nourish and give my red umbrella love and my prongs are working, I then feel like I have the resources to manage the stressful situation. So where we're going to start today is looking at the cycle prong in our umbrella. And I want to take you through what actually happens or what could happen to your cycle when you experience stress and how that impacts your hormones, which impacts your mood, your emotional stability. Uh, and then I'm going to support you in uh, some tools that you can use to support the cycle prong in your umbrella. So the female body is designed around reproduction. That's what we are designed for, to reproduce, to have a baby. Now, whether we want to reproduce or we want a baby, it doesn't matter. Our brain and our body just knows that we're on a cycle. And uh, if our red umbrella is strong and our prongs are working, we're going to have that cycle so we have the opportunity to reproduce. So our cycle makes our hormones and our hormones affect our cycle. And there is this bi-directional relationship that happens between the two of them. And then you add stress into the mix. <laughs> and it can get a little messy and it can disrupt this relationship. So when our red umbrella is strong and we have working prongs, so say we, we don't, we're not perceiving any situation to be stressed and we're looking after all of our prongs. So we're nourishing ourselves, we're moving our body, we're sleeping enough, we're working on our relationships. Uh, so our umbrella's strong, our prongs are working. When this happens, our brain says to our ovaries, okay, let's ovulate. So we need ovulation to happen so we can make a baby. 
So the brain says, okay, uh, we're going to we're going to do this cycle now. It doesn't care if you don't want to get pregnant. It's just giving you the opportunity to get pregnant, and then it's really our decision in the end if we want that to happen. So what we what we really care about here is the hormones that are dancing to make this happen, and how you feel as a result, and how stress plays into that. So if your umbrella is strong, the brain says. Hormones, okay, let's do it. Let's create a baby. So we need to set you up for it. So it says FSH, go, which is your follicular stimulating hormone. So that is what it says on the tin. It is stimulating the follicle to race to ovulate. So FSH, go. And then FSH stimulates estrogen. And it says estrogen, go. So estrogen starts to rise. And these two are big players and they come on stage at the start of our cycle and they start driving the cycle. And then we have, okay, LH, go. And luteinizing hormone is needed to ovulate. And then we have ovulation. And then from the ovulation, we get a surge and rise in progesterone. So we have progesterone, go. So we have go, 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 go. The brain is giving green lights. But when you are experiencing a lot of stress or a lot of anxiety, the you might have a weaker umbrella because one or more of your prongs aren't working right. You're perceiving a situation to be stressful and you feel like you don't have the resources. So the umbrella starts to get affected. The brain picks up on this. It says, okay, my umbrella's not strong. I don't have all my prongs working right. Uh, I feel like I don't have the resources. So now is not a time to have a baby. It is not the time. So the brain says to the ovaries, now isn't a good time to have a baby. We don't have the resources to do it. So what happens then is that the brain doesn't send the ovaries the message to have hormones go. So the ovaries don't get the message to get estrogen healthy and ready in the follicular phase, which is the first phase of your cycle. And then the ovaries don't get the message to ovulate, uh, which then we don't get the message to get progesterone healthy in the luteal phase, which is the second phase of your cycle. So basically, there is no communication there. Uh, there's no go. So this then ends up affecting your cycle because we haven't, uh, we haven't had the go-ahead for the hormones. So what it, what it can look like is that the cycle may be long or longer than normal. Uh, it may make it short. Maybe you don't ovulate at all. Uh, maybe you could skip a cycle, uh, how you feel, there's a big shift in that, or maybe experience a lot of PMS symptoms uh, that you don't normally experience, maybe painful, really heavy bleeding, uh, a lot of cramps, uh, maybe migraines. So your brain, well, the hypothalamus, which is in your brain, uh, it releases a hormone which is called GNRH. Well, that's the abbreviated version. 
Uh, GNRH tells the pituitary, which is also in your brain, to release FSH. Now, this is if you have a strong umbrella. What's happening, what I'm going to explain right now, is if you have a strong umbrella and things are good, this is what the brain does. It tells the hypothalamus in your brain to release a hormone called GNRH. GNRH then tells the pituitary to release FSH, which stimulates estrogen. And then it's uh, telling LH to get released, which stimulates progesterone. And the progesterone and the LH are important for ovulation. So the best way to describe it is a pulse system because we don't have hormones there on stage all of the time. So like I describe it at the start of our cycle, estrogen's like Beyonce. So she comes on stage and she has some backup dances, which is FSH, LH, and testosterone to support, but she's the main player in the first stage. And then we have LH, uh, which rises, which produces uh, ovulation, and then progesterone is the predominant hormone in the second part of your cycle. So we have some dances come on, and then some dances go off, or some dances are the backup dances, and then uh, some dances come to the front. So there is this pulse system that happens in different phases of your cycle. And that's why we see the fluctuation in hormones. And that's why we feel the fluctuations, especially if we're not on hormonal birth control. So FSH pulses for estrogen. So its job is to come on stage and start pulsing, start releasing, and then it's stimulates estrogen to come on stage. So Beyonce comes on. And these two are predominantly found in the first phase of your cycle. So they are in the second phase, but uh, let's just say they're the main act in the first phase of the cycle. And then LH, so luteinizing hormone, pulses for progesterone. So in this is in the second phase of your cycle. And LH is what triggers you to ovulate. And then the cells that are left over, the corpus luteum, uh, increases progesterone. So that's if everything is good <laughs> and we've got a strong umbrella. But what happens if we're experiencing stress uh, and we have cortisol, we have adrenaline, we have epinephrine, norepinephrine, we have all of those things what happens is that those stress hormones cycle back up into the brain and the brain says, oh, okay, nope, pause. This is not the time to get pregnant. Uh, we don't feel ready. We're not prepared. We're just going to survive. So it communicates to slow down these pulses. And what happens is that the LH pulses tend to get triggered to slow down first. And this is mainly because um, they're a little bit more sensitive to the stress. They are uh, pulse a little higher. Um, and so they tend to get impacted before FSH pulses. Um, and when LH uh, pulses are slowed down, uh, what happens is that it really affects progesterone. And we can stop making progesterone or we... We make it, but it's really weak, which isn't really healthy and doesn't really cultivate a healthy cycle. So if our progesterone levels drop, uh, you can have a cycle still, but you may not ovulate. 
or you can ovulate, uh, but your progesterone is weak. And when it's weak, it often leads to worse cycles. So uh, that's when we can see irregularities, longer cycles, heavier periods, painful periods, PMS, big changes in uh, emotional stability. So this change, this stress that cycles back up into the brain and it slows LH pulses, it can also affect FSH pulses, which is the first phase of your cycle, but uh, not as much. And it can depend on your umbrella um, and the stress. So it can impact estrogen as well, but generally what gets impacted first is progesterone. And we need progesterone. Progesterone is what makes a healthy cycle. It's our hormone that calms us, uh, calms our nervous system. It's like our happy hormone. So if your cycle is a little off over the next few weeks, um, remember it takes 100 days uh, for a follicle to develop and to come through uh, to start the cycle to race to ovulation. So 100 days ago, what we experienced can just be coming out now. So we may see the impact now because there is some research around acute stress and how it impacts the cycle, which is what I'm talking about today. But also uh, we can experience this with chronic stress. Um, so if your cycle's off over the next few cycles or even more than that, that's totally normal. <laughs> it, um, it happens a lot and it doesn't just have to be with what's going on in the world right now. When we experience any type of stress, um, it can impact our cycle. So because of the effect that stress has on your brain and on those pulses, which make your hormones to power your cycle, what happens is that progesterone normally gets affected first and then estrogen gets affected second which is what normally happens, but not always. And depends on, remember the big red umbrella rule, that there is no th such thing as a perfect cycle and no one cycle can be the same. And the reason why no one cycle uh, is the same is because of our red umbrella. And our red umbrella is always changing and our prongs are always changing. So how can you support your cycle when you're stressed? Because we're going to be stressed. Um... But the goal really is to have a strong umbrella and to feel like we have the resources to be able to manage the stress. Now, I'm not saying we'll never experience stress. Uh, I think stress is good. Stress uh, causes us to change, to adapt. Um, so right now, with what's going on in the world, uh, how can you support your cycle? Comes back to your red umbrella. <laughs> We need to give our red umbrella love and we need to nourish it. That's the first step because if we don't do that step and we keep trying to go on with life, um, it's going to make it really hard because our nervous system's not ready to do that, which then makes our mind not really ready to do that. So everyone's red umbrella is different and... Maybe their prongs, what prongs need nourishing are a little different, but there's three prongs that I generally start with uh, when I'm working with women who are stressed and we need to support their cycle. And those three prongs are food, sleep, and training. 
So I talk about the food one so much, uh, and it I believe it is one of the most important prongs on our red umbrella. We need high energy availability. So many women undernourish and overtrain, and this undernourishment also causes stress. When we have too few calories, it triggers a starvation response in the hypothalamus. Remember, the hypothalamus is your command center. It is the boss. It's like the guy that leads the orchestra there or the girl that leads the orchestra. And if the hypothalamus thinks that we're undernourished, we don't have the resources, it's going to disrupt LH. And remember, we're already stressed because of what's going on in the world. So already our pulses are affected. And then on top of that, if we don't have enough energy available, our umbrella is stressed, our food prong is not working, which is going to disrupt LH even more. So actually too few carbohydrates can also do this same thing. And I've seen this uh, not quite a bit. I've seen this sometimes in some women uh, that they can have, be eating enough food, but they can be eating uh, very little carbohydrate. And we do need carbohydrate to help make our hormones and have our cycle function. We actually need more carbohydrate than males. So just be mindful that yes, we need high energy availability, so we need to be eating enough food, but we also need to focus on the balance of the macronutrients. So when I say uh, eating frequently, I mean every three or four hours. Yes, every three or four hours. So I've gotten a few questions about fasting. Um, and that's for another podcast. And I will, it's in my notes to record a podcast on it. Uh, just on your food prong and especially around why I talk about eating often every three or four hours. So if your umbrella is not working right and then you add in fasting, it creates more stress because it's triggering that starvation response, which is telling the hypothalamus that we don't have enough resources, which is disrupting LH. Fasting is a different story if you're looking at aging, if you're looking at in males, and if you have a strong umbrella, sometimes you can do it. Another podcast. So how do we nourish this food prong? We eat often. We eat every three or four hours. We want to help balance our blood sugar. We want to give ourselves energy and we need to support our metabolism. We need to be telling our umbrella that it's okay. We're safe. We have this resource here to manage this stressful situation. What are we eating? Warm, easily digestible foods. Uh, we need to balance our meals with quality proteins, quality fats, and root starchy carbohydrates. Supplements. Okay, I do recommend a few supplements. Uh, again, this is very individual because I don't know you and I don't know your red umbrella. Uh, and I don't know what you need. I love you and I value you for listening to this, but I don't know you. So I'm going to mention two, but... Uh, there are many supplements that we can use to support our red umbrella, especially in times of stress. The two that I would recommend is magnesium and a B-complex, in particular B6. 
So magnesium helps calm the nervous system and it regulates our blood sugar. And it actually does, research shows that it works best in combination with B6. So they're like little power buddies. So you can get magnesium from some food, leafy greens, uh, some chocolate, dark chocolate and some nuts. But I find you need to supplement it because magnesium is depleted by stress. Life is stressful. Our umbrella can always use it. So I recommend you take it, uh, even if you eat a lot of high magnesium foods. When we experience stress, we can't absorb all of it. So the best type of magnesium is a, a glycinate or a bisglycinate. Uh, that's what I found in my work and what the research shows is that it's the best, uh, most readily, readily available uh, type of magnesium and it doesn't cause some of the symptoms that other magnesium can cause like GI stuff okay and then the second one is a B complex so vitamin B6 is super important for the development of the corpus luteum so this gland is produced in the ovary after the egg has been released and it is what makes the hormone progesterone so a lot of the research says if we're really low in B6, um, it can impact the development of the corpus luteum, which then therefore impacts um, our progesterone production. And remember, if we have weak progesterone, um, it doesn't, uh, it causes, it can cause a lot of problems for our cycle. So we need B6 for balanced hormones and to prevent a progesterone deficiency. If you want to know more about supplements, connect with me and we can have a conversation. So sleep is the second prong that I work on when working with a female's umbrella. We need to sleep. Uh, and my biggest question is, what is your sleep hygiene look like? And we really need to sleep when we're stressed. So you know this. You know that no technology 60 minutes before bed. Uh, you know, we need to have boundaries. The bedroom is for sex and for sleep. That's it. And for reading. Uh, but that doesn't rhyme or sound as sexy if we add an R into SNS. You know that. Yeah. And there's this gap between knowing and doing. But if, you're, if your uh, umbrella's a mess and you're stressed, you need to prioritize your sleep. You need good sleep hygiene, especially in the second phase of our cycle. So just before our period, we have this big hormonal change. Yeah, we have this. We've got, we've had a surge in our hormones. They're super high. Our progesterone super high. And then we have a drop. And everything drops off. There's this big sudden drop in the levels of progesterone. And that affects the body's temperature control. So uh, there's quite a lot of research out there that says in the second half, we have a higher, higher um, core temperature uh, in the second half of our cycle. And so this higher core temperature can uh, impact our REM sleep. So we need a cool, dark room. You need to be eating 60 to 90 minutes before sleep. No technology, 60 minutes before. 
you've heard it, there's so much research around blue light and melatonin and what that does to um, our sleep patterns. Then the third prong we work on is training. So training is a type of stress. And if we undernourish and overtrain, it creates a big stress on our umbrella. So to strengthen this prong, where do I start? We start with walking. I talk about this so much. 15,000 steps to connection. And now I've had a few conversations this week about the walking and about why I choose 15,000 steps. I'm not attached to the number. The number doesn't matter. The act matters. But often when I start working with women, they are um, quite attached to their watch that they wear on their wrist <laughs> and they're attached to numbers and I take away high intensity training and cardio from them at the start. And so I allow them to attach to a number uh, just to help, but we try and work through this that I don't care about the number, I care about the fact that you're out walking. Walking helps nourish your umbrella by connecting you to the body, to the breath. It helps you get present. Um, it Being outside in like an open space helps us. Um, it gives us a sense of possibility, which is calming, especially when we feel trapped inside a container, trapped inside our houses, trapped inside our lives. Being out in a space is a sense of possibility. So, yes, when I start working with a woman and her umbrella is very weak and her prongs aren't working right, I do take away high-intensity training and don't allow big cardio workouts. And this is just because it's just putting so much strain on the red umbrella, especially if a lot of her prongs aren't working. So we start with walking 15,000 steps a day and this starts to connect us to our body, brings us back to the breath, connects us to nature, which is really good for our nervous system. So those are the three prongs that I start working on when I see an umbrella that's stressed. So I need you to do a couple of things for me right now. I need you to spend some time looking at your red umbrella, looking at what prongs may need attention, and then starting to focus on one or two of those prongs. When we can increase our resources, when we can strengthen our prongs, it helps our umbrella, it helps our nervous system, and then it, that triggers our brain to go, okay, all right, I think I got this. I think I got some resources. I got some tools. I can start working through this. I can, I've nourished and gave love to my nervous system. Then I can start moving forward. I no longer perceive this situation as stressful. So that's it for today. I just wanted to jump on and do a quick little episode around stress in your cycle. As always, if you are want to connect and ask questions, reach out to me. I have created the cycle sessions and they are a free online session, especially now. Um, I really encourage you to use that, use that time with me 
to talk about your cycle, talk about stress, talk about your red umbrella. Uh, what is your cycle telling you? And we can look at how we can support you right now uh, to support uh, a healthy cycle, no matter where you are uh, in your phase of your life. Uh, having a healthy cycle is really important for the body, for our health. So those cycle sessions, you need to connect with me. Uh, the link is on my website. Uh, drop your email in, book in a session, and we can sit down and go through your cycle and how we can cultivate a healthier cycle for you. I want to thank you for creating the space to listen today. I know there's a lot going on in the world. There are a lot of inputs. There's a lot of information. So I really appreciate uh, you making the space to tune in. And I believe when we know our cycle, we know our body. And when we know our body, we know how to create a really big, strong red umbrella. And when we can do that, it really shifts our perception and helps us manage life. Thank you. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at amykatebow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, take the long way home. Bye for now.